Boxing. This is the show getting ranked. It's alright, there's no need for thanks. Choosing who's good and who's tanked. These are our decisions, we take them to the bank. Deciding who's number one, it'll be fun. Decide your victor, pick it up. Take us on the run. Tempe's your host from coast to coast. Here with great guests, not trying to brag or boast. So sit back and be impressed. Leave it up to us to do the rest. Listen up, it'll be a blast. Sit back and enjoy the Getting Ranked podcast. Welcome to Getting Ranked, a podcast where we determine who stands above the rest. A battle zone where we decide who's the last man standing. Tonight, joining me as always, my co-host Reg. How you doing, Reggie? I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? I cannot complain. The week is almost over-ish, and I'm not in Minneapolis where it's like negative 44 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's colder in parts of the Midwest right now than it is in Antarctica. That is... Partly uh, global warming and partly just this insane, I should say climate change, sorry. Doesn't matter. Do you um, notice you do a lot of topical stuff, like, in your intro? I mean, kind of kind of dates your, your, your stuff. Well, it just lets people know exactly what was going on okay. when this was recorded. I'm just saying, it, it could be timeless. <laughs> but I, I guess that's, that's a uh, podcasting choice, and, you know, it, that goes to what we're talking about today. That's right. Tonight, we're talking about podcast hosts. Um, Now, this is a topic that I had to pull some teeth to get Reggie in to actually record for it. But it's a topic I I don't. I don't want to... The questions that you want, you want to talk some shit about people, and I don't necessarily want to talk shit about folks. First of all, I don't want to talk shit about people. I'm just saying, (laughs) if you're having a ranking thing, you got to talk about the good and the bad. That's true. That's true. But, I mean... it, it, I, I don't want to make enemies. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone's going to be listening. That <laughs> you know, not too many people that it's going to get to the ears of anyone. And I'm pretty sure they won't come down from the major leagues just to punch a minor league team. So I will say uh, a little behind the scenes how the sausage is made. Uh, this is the second time we're recording this. We recorded this a couple months ago, but then there was a problem with the audio, so we're we're doing it all over again. And I'll say this, some of my um, rankings have changed. And then cons- considering some of the things that have happened in the news and everything, um, some of my hot takes aren't... Let, let me put it like this. Some of the things I said about some of the podcasters has come proven to be true. I, I feel like there's some vindication. Uh, it sucks that, you know, it's not going to bear out, I don't think. You know, because when we get to the, some of those hot take moments, it's going to be like, well, of course, you know. But I just, I guess I want credit for, for, for reading the tea leaves, is, is, is what I'm saying. You'll have to trust me when I give Reggie credit, because he did have a lot of hot takes that were spot on. I mean, mine were a little more vicious, but still sort of true. Yours were a little more detailed and yeah, especially uh, balanced. Especially one um, pretty famous guy in the science tech world which you know we're going to talk about we are going to talk about now before we get into our main topic we're going to start out the show as always with an icebreaker now reg if you could guest host one podcast for one year what would it be oh guest host for one year hmm that's a good one. I think it would want. I would want it to be a political show, and I think I'm gonna go with left, right, and center. 
or yeah, left, right, and center, or the NPR politics show. It would be a bit of a toss-up. I don't know which one though. Um, probably left, right, and center because you get people on all different kinds of you know sides of, of a topic, and I think that's interesting and it provide proves for an interesting conversation. And I would like to, you know, NPR politics—they just report on the news. They don't actually. I mean, they talk about it, but not necessarily, you know, not in a color commentary kind of way. Um, I love that answer. I kind of always think, like, what type of show would I want to be on? Like, could I be on a travel show or could I be on um, a comedy show? I think I wouldn't want to be on anything that required me to improvise or be a comedian because while I can be a funny guy, I don't think I could be funny on the spot all the time. Yeah, like, Daily Zeitgeist, I couldn't do that show. Exactly, like, that was my original thing. I was like, I probably want to do Daily Zeitgeist. It would be cool, hang out, meet all these different people. But then I was like, I don't think I want to do that. Um, I kind of feel like I would go with... I almost would go with My Favorite Murder, just so I could travel. But I think I would go with The Dollop. That's definitely the one I would do. Because oh, Dave, good one. Dave does all the work. I would just let... Um, much more call be funny, and I would just sit on stage or in the studio and drink. Well, then you're not on the show. You're just like a producer or something. Well, no, I would be on stage when they go on tours and stuff. I would just be known as a guy who gets to listen to Dave and Watch McCall talk for a year. No. It'd either be that or it'd be Yo is this racist, but I think it would be the dollop. Mm. I, don't, sure. I, don't, I, I think you're cheating on the dollop right there. I don't think so. I just don't comments here and there. You know, don't they don't always have to be funny. They can make fun of me. It doesn't matter. It would be a good experience for me. I'm thinking about mm-hmm. what I want. Um, but enough of the icebreaker. It's time to get into the show. Now, what in your opinion makes a good podcast host? If you're pulling out of a bag of talents, what's the number one thing that you want to pull out? Um, I think you have to be engaging and, uh, it's sometimes kind of like being a circus, uh, like ringleader, you know, trying to wrangle things and make things work. Um, but as long as like you're engaging and you can, you know, keep people's interest, I think that's like the most important thing because you just can't go in there. You can have the most interesting topic in the world, but if you don't have a way to engage, then you know, nobody's going to keep coming back for, you know, week after week or whatever. Um, I think that's a great one. I was going to go with authenticity, um, but I think being engaging is maybe more important. But for me, it's authenticity. I think it's important to feel like what you're hearing from people and what they're giving to you is honest, unbiased, um, or at least uh factually based if it's like you know an information or a politics politics uh, leaning podcast but i think just when you feel like the host is often is authentic uh, it makes it easier to be loyal to that podcast and to keep coming back what are some of your other thing your other uh talents you think that are important like for me obviously you gotta be entertaining uh there are so many podcasts that i've listened to that have good factual information like his history podcasts but the host is so boring that i can't listen to it yeah i mean i think you know when people's podcasting like so many things you have to be entertaining also but i mean the voice doesn't hurt you know like having a good voice or or good audio quality helps 
because like you could have the best thing in the world but if your audio quality is garbage no one's gonna listen and i know like somebody who doesn't has done amateur podcasts i know how important that can be you know but you know like they said some people have a voice for radio or a face for radio and i think you know that's important that's doubly important in uh in um podcasting what are some of your pet peeves concerning podcast hosts what are some of the things that will make you get out of a podcast with a quickness Hmm, that's a good one um you know what i think i mean you don't have to be the most woke person in the world but if you keep saying problematic shit i will stop listening like there's a podcast i today that i just (laughs) i i listen to um, Name names. I'm not, well, okay. Well, what the hell? No one's gonna listen to this. But um, I was listening to uh, the the Fantasy Movie League podcast, FML Pod, and they were talking about uh, Black. Well, Black Panther came up because they had a poll about what was a better movie, Coco or Black Panther, and and Black Panther won. And then one of the hosts just started kind of really getting into Black Panther, and like I I know that i don't know i just hate that all these black panther hot takes from mostly white guys but you know from people who are just like i i get it you know like why the why the praise for this particular movie are you people so pissed off about and it's like it just comes off as you know i can't help but think it's some sort of inbred like some sort of racism or something and i know that it's probably not the case for a lot of these people but like to say that black panther is not the best movie of the year okay i get it but then to act like it is the like it's not a good movie, movie at all right exactly. you know to you know because like they went and said he said something like it was the eighth best um comic book movie of the year i was like eighth best like that's some bullshit whoa, whoa, like, of the year yeah like that's oh, my, go fuck yourself right I think that's that's my point. It's like it just it's hyperbolic for the sake of being hyperbolic. Like I just don't get it because like I I get you not wanting it to be you know you just don't think that it deserves. People act like it's a ten when it's like an eight or something. I understand if that's your position, but let's not act like then that it is a six or a five. You know, to, to say something like. Oh, it's not the... It doesn't even... Like he said, it doesn't even have a good uh, villain. I'm like, Killmonger is the best villain Marvel may have ever had because he's one of the most rightest villains of all time. And to act like Thanos killing half of the universe somehow makes him a good villain is freaking beyond me, you know? And it's just stuff like that. Like, when you're going out of your way to be hyperbolic or problematic, I just, you know... It, it rubs me the wrong way. I, c- I can't keep listening to the shit like that. When you're just distorting reality for, I don't know, for a bit or something, I guess. Yeah, for your own agenda. Right. That's that's a big pet peeve for me. Um, and a lot of, like, dude bro podcasters really have that element to them. And that's one of the things that is a big pet peeve to me. Dude bros and shitty ladies. People who are just, like, mean for no reason. Right. Exactly. I'm going to be real stereotypical. I'm going to do like the 1960s, 70s stereotype for like broken English if I'm speaking as an Asian person or real Southern like I'm, a, I'm like I'm ghetto or, or, or trash for a black person. You're just like, I do think there's a way to make fun of all cultures without being just dis- like disrespectful. Um, 
I know you and I differ on this, but I think South Park does a good job or has done a good job of that, of like just shooting arrows at society, not necessarily at particularly pe- particular people. But I hate Dubro who punched down. Last podcast on the left is one of the reasons. Like that, that's a podcast to me that just does that perfectly. And I, I liked listening to that podcast, especially when they covered serial killers. Uh, they did a very good job of getting into the facts, telling the full history of the victims and the um, killers themselves. But like, they were so bad that I just couldn't do it anymore. So I, I'm not a big fan of that. But another thing, another big pet peeve of mine, and I can say this before we move on. Whenever I can hear someone swallow or they're like sick and it's like you can literally hear the phlegm sloshing in their throat, that shit makes me want to punch a thousand babies. Like it's, I don't, I'm like, do you not hear that? Because I can hear it. It's just like, ugh. I just think that is a weird mental, just like a psychosis thing or something. You might want to get checked out. <laughs> I, I don't think so, because here's the thing. They don't do it every episode. You know, there's not like... Because I went and listened to a podcast where, like, every single time, they're just like... You can hear them swallow just... Oh, please like, don't do that. Exactly, right? Exactly, right? That's but you my were, point. I don't think... Okay, well... That's my point. Listen, that... I, I know that, I know specifically who you're talking about, and I think you're being... I think you overblew that. Like, I don't... I listened to that episode specifically to try and see that, and I they didn't did hear it. it. It happened in like it was either two or three or three or four episodes, and I was like, after the fourth one, I was like the third time in that like fourth range, I was just like, I gotta say something. I used the burner account, was just like, yo, I love the podcast, but please, for the love of God, back the fuck up from your mics or something. And you know what? I haven't heard it since. Mm, well, that's all I'm saying. Crotchety. Anyways, uh, what are some of your favorite qualities in a podcast in general? Not just in a host, but you know, in the podcast itself. I like a podcast that has, that, you know, I just it just has to keep my attention. Like, really, that's what I need. I need I listen for a reason. You know, like keep give me something to keep coming back. I like I really like a lot of podcasts with has multiple hosts. Like, I can't think of many podcasts that ha- I listen to that have like one host. But I like good chemistry between between hosts, you know, because that's just, you know, fun to listen to because you, you, you know, you, you're there for the camaraderie and, and for all that, you know, like I couldn't, I don't think I could listen to a show where the hosts hated each other or something or if it was just a job. But I also like a podcast that kind of makes you feel like part of it. You know, like, you're not just listening passively, you're listening with intent, and they're like, you know, this is, you feel like you, you're you part of it, like you have stakes in it. Like, Culture Kings and uh, the Daily Zeit guys are really great about that, with listener interaction and, you know, making you feel like this is something that you're building and fostering, like their community and all that. Venchat is the same way as well. I agree. The concept of community building and the concept of stakes is really what has drawn me to most of the podcasts I listen to regularly. Um, and even though I don't actively, I don't actively engage with some of the communities, like on the Facebook pages or on Reddit's and stuff like that. Just knowing they're there and being able to check in on them every now and then is something I find very engaging one quality i like both in a podcast host and in a podcast is just when they're knowledgeable there are some podcasts that i loved before but i'm falling out of love presently because they've become kind of lazy with the knowledge base that they bring and when you have certain type of podcasts that's like that's 
that kind of hurts you. Like if your podcast is telling someone's story and all you have are like vague details, that's hard to keep coming back to that when you're just like, oh, you got these details wrong. You didn't even have these details. Uh, and I think for me, that's something that I look for. Or if you're just reading a Wikipedia page. Exactly. Or re basically rehashing a TV show that like anyone could watch. <laughs> and who specifically are you talking about, Jonathan? Oh, I'm going to name some names later. Don't worry. I, I'm going to name some names. <laughs> you're making enemies. My God, I don't like this. Listen, so I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying is <laughs> when you set a standard and then like, if you're dealing with expanding your brand or whatever, that's fine. Then just release less episodes, but don't cut back on like essentials, the core that made your program good. And this is one, uh, it's an indirect pet peeve of podcasting. It's just like, I hate when you get these rabid fans, like fandoms and followers who like just won't allow any criticism. I'll say that is something that, I mean, that's not a podcast. Fault, I mean, yeah, but, it's not podcast specific. But yeah, like I've had, there are podcasts that I used to listen to. I didn't listen. I stopped listening to because of the fandom and it was just, it was too much. It was just like, you know, cause you don't need to engage with the fandom, but there's times it's like, it's just so toxic and you know, you want to be able to converse and have fun, you know, because you are a fan and you want to be able to talk about this. But then when you're made to feel like you can or there's something wrong with you for not loving everything 100%, that kind of sucks. Yeah, and obviously this is not podcast specific. Just look at uh, Ariel Grande and Beyonce and their fandoms. They're, those people can be very toxic. But it feels it feels bad when you, there's a podcast that you listen to from the beginning and then it just morphs into something else. You're like, ugh. And especially when the podcast hosts don't really take responsibility. They sort of push it on somebody else, but it doesn't matter. Um, other qualities I guess I like in a podcast host. I love a clear speaker, someone who's concise. I don't always do that myself. But I love someone who is funny and who is in touch with reality. Because there are a lot of people who come from different backgrounds, some who come from wealth, some who come from poverty. I love someone who's in touch with life because then you know at least their story sort of transfers over the, like, not just wealth, but not just race. You know, people can relate. Relate. Thank yeah. you. Jesus. Well, one more thing before we get into some superlatives because I do want to talk a little bit about that. I wanted uh, you and I to build a perfect podcast host using the qualities of existing podcasters. It sounds a little complex, so I'm going to go first. Uh, using, say, four qualities, I'm going to build my perfect podcast host. First off, I would probably take the openness uh, and the humbleness of, Ed of Edgar Mumblezir. Uh I think that's one of his best qualities. He's a great speaker. He is very open about how problematic he is, and he's... Very open about the experiences he's had, you know, having lived in New York City, moved to Texas, and then um, Los Angeles. I think the openness that he talks about his struggles and his successes and his failures, I think that is a quality that is unique and one of the reasons why I love Pod, um, I love Culture King so much. Uh, my second quality is I would take Miles Gray's, I don't even know how to say, I guess his versatility, his ability to, 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 uh, flip on the fly on the to switch on the fly i think a lot of that obviously comes from the fact that he's had a very unique upbringing as well as 
having parents who were involved in two very different worlds, but very, you know, unique ones. Uh, plus, he's just a funny guy who's quick-witted, and I think that is something that would be instrumental in building a perfect podcaster. My third quality would be uh, the historical knowledge of Dan Harlan, right? Carlin. Dan Carlin. Just, I can only imagine his ability to draw statistics, facts, and theories and uh, just out of the air. Hardcore history, I think, is something that I haven't gotten that too into, but the ones that I've actually gotten through, it's just so much knowledge, and you just realize how much he has um, inside that brain of his. Uh, last but not least, uh, I would do the independent spirit of Danny Fernandez. Uh, I think she is a person who speaks her mind, who is open and honest, but also fiercely herself. You know, she's an independent person who's not going to get rolled over. I think she's a high quality, um, fierce person. That's that's who I would pick as my fourth and final uh, person. And I think you combine those four together. You got a pretty great podcaster. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that sounds like a really interesting podcaster. Um, I guess. If I'm Frankensteining a podcaster together, I would go with, um, I, I would, yeah, I would pick Edgar Moblazer too. His interview qualities, like, he has just something about Edgar that is, like, he can be really serious. Like you said, he can be really uh, serious and open and at the same time, but he can also be, you know, vulnerable in his own way and funny and, and he's very self-aware. So, like, I, I really appreciate that. I would... So I guess self-awareness is what I would t- take there. Uh, w- with I, I go, I think I gotta go with Allie Ward. Uh, what I take from Allie Ward is her ability to make anything, even something I think is gonna is so mundane, like to make that interesting. Her um, curiosity and sense of awe and, and fearlessness. Uh, I would put that. Uh, into my podcaster i'm gonna go from finn from vet chat i'm gonna take his ability to talk about anything like literally anything like finn can talk and that is you know that's amazing because especially when if you have somebody who you if you have to fill the void of, of airtime like finn can do that and i think that's important so i'm gonna pick that from finn um um, I think that might be just about it. Well, from Dan Carlin, his just knowledge. Yeah, I'll steal that as well. Uh, I like that, especially the Allie Ward one. I always forget about Allie Ward. I haven't listened to Ologies in a while. I probably need to put that back on my podcast. Yeah, you do, and you suck because you haven't. Well, I mean, listen, I only have so much time, and sometimes I, I cut my list down to like seven podcasts or five podcasts just so I can be like, I can stay connected because otherwise I'm just like I don't have enough time. I get behind and then I'm so far behind I don't want to don't want to listen anymore. I, I'll, I'm with you on that. There's some. I mean, that's one thing that um, I mean. Since we're talking about podcasts, we should talk about why we listen. And one of the reasons I listen is because like, I mean, I listen to podcasts the way p- most people listen to music. Like, if you follow my feed, my podcatcher has this thing where it'll share when I finish the episode and like I'm finishing episodes left and right and center because like the way we grew up we grew up in military and one of the 
in Okinawa, one of the things that he used to play were the armed forces radio was like old time radio mysteries and dramas and stuff like that. And that's something that I've always loved. And like, I still listen to even today. So like podcasting is kind of like the radio dramas of, of today, you know, and I just really love hearing all these different conversations and all these different voices. And that's one of the reasons like I, I listen to so many podcasts. And, and I think that's also one of the reasons why I will not listen to a podcast that I find problematic. Like we've talked about some of these podcasts that we kind of have problems with. Like, and one of the reasons is because there's so many out there that like I don't need to listen to something that is garbage or not garbage that I just don't uh, agree with. I guess is, is what I'm saying. It totally makes sense because you realize you can get that elsewhere. If I want to know about serial killers, I don't have to listen to just one podcast where they like make fun of the victims or you talk about Satan and all that other bullshit. You're like, I can just find someone who's like very academic or someone who's more entertaining. There's just so many things out there. And if you find a good podcast, it can lead you down a rabbit hole of all kinds of things. Like I have been looking at mythology podcasts recently, and it's all because of Let's Talk About Miss Baby. And so I was like, what else is like this? What else is like this? It's a fun thing. Well, enough of the general discussion. Uh, it's time to get into some rankings. And instead of just doing our, you know, give me top three this, give me top five that, we will be doing that later. But we're going to do some superlatives because I'm a man who loves to put people in boxes. And so we're going to talk about some of our favorite podcast hosts, some of our favorite teams. Right, right. What, what you are is a man who loves to start drama. And yes, I do. Drama for your mama. Yeah, and that's what's about to happen. I know it now. No, I, well, that's, yeah. the beauty of, of this podcast is if there aren't, there, I mean, we have some listeners, but I mean, we're, we won't be starting podcast fights because nobody listens. Not not saying nobody listens, people do, but I'm saying we're, we're not like, we're not top of the iTunes chart, so I, I don't think, it, nobody's coming after us is what I'm saying. And I'm not going to to add at anybody so and i don't know too many people <laughs> other than me who would be like oh did you hear this so and so last right. podcast on the left this podcast that you know a few of us listen to they called you out and called you pieces of shit dude bros right which i didn't say i did say they're dude bros and i don't like them but i didn't necessarily call them pieces of shit but we're gonna get into the superlatives so i'm gonna have to edit that out Uh, we're going to start first with uh, best male host. Uh, Red who's your best male host? Originally? Singular. Origin Singular. Oh, okay. So, like, they can't be part of a duo? They cannot. We oh. got a category for that. Okay. Well, in that case, um, well, then that changes because the best male host I had was Edgar Mobilizier, Um But I'm going to... Go with, uh, I guess, and, and this is weird because I f I'm gonna go with Dan Carlin, but I feel weird doing that because he hasn't put out a podcast in forever in a year. So like, I I feel weird nom putting him there because I I think he's got such an interesting voice. He's very knowledgeable, and the fact that he can do it all by himself is amazing. But at the same time, he hasn't done anything, and, and especially since you know I started listening to um. Common Sense is one of the first podcasts I listened to, and it was all about, and it's a politics podcast, and with everything that's been going on, 
it's so weird that he hasn't had anything to say about anything. That's an interesting selection. I'm going with uh, Paul F. Tompkins. He, for me, is a Who maestro. I probably should have gone with. <laughs> he, he is a maestro in his, on his podcast, and he just, like, he, he just weaves a perfect show almost every time. Uh, he knows how to ask the right questions. He knows how to guide his guests into, like, sometimes vulnerable, sometimes comedic, sometimes spaces that allow them to just make a great decision or, or tell a good story. Uh, and once... Once they get into uh, the improvisation, improvisation, either one. Yeah, uh, tomato, tomato, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Either one. Once that happens, like, he is just so good at, like, shifting, moving, and making a a story that is comedic and works towards the strength of his guests. Uh, so yeah, Paula Tompkins, he's my best male host. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna steal yours and go with Paula Tompkins as well because I'm looking at all the podcasts I listen to, and there aren't many podcasts where there is just one host, well, one male host. I think um, I, I'm only listening to Spontaneous Nation is probably the only one that actually has a single, you know, like male host or or whatever. Uh, I, I have a few um, true crime ones that are just one host, like Most Notorious. I have a history one, um, The History of Hannibal. Uh, but that guy's boring as fuck. If He just is really good at telling historical facts. You know what? Facts. I, I'm changing again. This is the third time I'm doing this. Oh, wow. Third <laughs> time's a charm. I'm going to go with Josh Barrow, who hosts Left, Right, and Center. Uh, it's a panel show, but it's a rotating panel, and he's the mainstay. Like He is the host, so I'm going to count that. I still think Paul F. Tompkins is better. Yeah, and it, su- it sucks that uh, Spontaneous Nation is gone, too. Yeah. They had the last episode. I haven't finished it. Like, that's something, too. Like, sometimes I put episodes off because I don't want to... Uh, like, I want to give it all the time and just, you know, that it, it deserves. And and Spontaneous Nation is one of those... It, their 200th episode, I think, is the last one. And, like, I haven't finished it because I don't want it to be over. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, not only am I just taking my time, but I'm like delaying it because like once it's done, it's done. It, it doesn't feel real right now until it happens. Oh man, yeah, that that was a sad one to see go. I hold true to this day, and to the day I die, I'm sure I will. Their best episode is the Labyrinth episode. Yeah, without a doubt, and and, and that's something too that is is a pet peeve of mine when it comes to podcasting. I know we we moved on, but what I loved about this is that we knew Spontaneation was ending. Like, we, we found out a, a months ago, I want to say, you know. So it, it wasn't a total shock when it happened. But there's some podcasts where they just pod fade and they're just, they're there one day. And then you're like six months later, like, man, they haven't put out an episode yet. So, like, I, I hate when podcasters just disappear you know i understand that things happen in life but it doesn't take but five minutes to be like hey um something's going on we don't know if we'll be back or whatever like that's one thing I, you know we were talking about um dan carlin hardcore history it was like it's just gone it's just not there and i don't know what's going on and i mean i could go to the forums and all that stuff but at the same time it's like you know I'm not saying you owe your fans anything, but I f- kind of feel like... Do your fans a solid. Right. I, I feel like when when you're podcasting and you're putting yourself out there and people are, you know, 
following you and whatnot, you kind of there's a, like an unspoken agreement there, like yeah. a social contract type of thing. We're looking right at you. Sell it. Those people fade. Like you just say, hey, here's two episodes. I'm gone for four months. Here's three episodes. I'm gone for six months. You're like, just what are you doing? Yeah, that's why. Like I hate that when when a show like when we're inconsistent sometimes that happens but i mean it's like a week it's not a month or something yeah yeah but all right back into our rankings um best female host singular uh um easy ali ward uh she is just amazing like the fact that i've been interested in some of the most boring things that she's covered what well I'm not going to say that they're boring. What I'm going to say is I thought they would be boring. Let me put it like that. You know, like she did an episode on gemology. And I was like, I'm not listening to somebody to try and sell me some stupid ass gems. But then by the end of it, I was like, do I need amethyst in my life? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that is just amazing to me. And no matter what, when I see ologies comes up, I know I'm going to be in for a good time. It's one of the few podcast that i put off because i i want to be able to give it my full and undivided attention and, and if anything that's one of the reasons i get behind on it sometimes a podcast episode will come out on a tuesday and i won't listen to it till thursday because i just don't have the time or something or, or the time i want to devote to it i think about my best female hosts uh, singular and i go with danny fernandez one of the co-hosts of nerdificent uh, I love her on just about anything I've heard her on. Even Nerdificent episodes that I don't really like, which is a bunch of them, just because Nerdificent feels like it's nerd culture for people who need training wheels. And so for someone who's lived it, especially when they talk about like G.I. Joes and, and like Ninja Turtles and Transformers and all the stuff that we grew up as it was happening, um, it, it makes it very hard for me sometimes to listen but she always is one of the enhancing um one of the enhancing portions of it i kind of will listen to anything she guests on and anything she hosts i actually have been listening to nerdificent again and it's just because i really like the host but danny in particular yeah i do sometimes feel like they're pre not necessarily preaching to a choir but like i've been, i like like pb herman said I don't need to see it. I, I lived there. <laughs> I, I lived it, <laughs> you know? But, I mean, that's a show that I need to get back into, I think. But, yeah, it's one that unfortunately fell off the radar for me. Best Minority Male Host. Edgar Moplazier. Mm. He is just like, it's like everything he does is just gold. Like, if he's doing Sacred Hill Church, <laughs> like an audio drama or M.P. Edgar, where he interviews people, or, like, I don't know if you've listened to his latest pilot from Earwolf, The Wokest. It is just amazing, like, the the talent. I just, I'm in awe in everything that he does, and, yeah, so, like, he's just one of my favorite co-hosts of, I mean, not co-hosts, but favorite podcasters of all time. So my original answer was Andrew T. I've always liked his style of interview, and I like the way that he both will hit you with the hammer but also play devil's advocate. Uh, but I'm with you, Reg. Uh, in the last probably – well, since we've recorded this from November till now, um, what Edgar Mobilezier has done has been amazing in the last few months. When Jacques was um, off on vacation and getting engaged, when he was doing those NPR Edgars, they were amazing. Like 
I joked around and said they were. Well, there was one episode, one particular episode that I just couldn't get through, and I don't got to name names about that. But I will say that every other episode beside that one was amazing. The one where he did with the uh, Indian lead singer and guitarist. It was such a great episode. You get to hear him just like sort of pull people into the current and just let them flow and freely think and speak about, you know, the things that were important to him, to them. Every time those episodes would end, I'd be like, already? That was always my feeling. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and not to sell Jaquise Neal short or anything like that, because Jaquise is just as, as talented. Like, together, those guys, I said this in a tweet. Uh, this week but those guys are gonna be when they blow up it's gonna be amazing and it's gonna suck at the same time because you know you're gonna lose i I don't know we're gonna lose them right you know like you know we have so much they are so open and 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 accessible accessible with their fans like one day you know one day i'm gonna look at a tweet and be like man they didn't tweet that. That was their assistant. I, I remember when they were talking about getting their noodles blown back, and, and and they got their assistant tweeting for them now. You know, but like at the same time, I'm gonna be like still standing so hard for those guys. Exactly. Like I cannot yeah. wait for them to blow up because they, if there's any justice in the world, they will. You know, because they're just so damn talented. Yeah, one hundred percent. Best minority female host. I have to go with um, uh, Nakeen Farsad. Who does a show Fake the Nation, which is a comedic take on the week's news? I love uh, what she does. Like she has a way of making what is necessarily not is not necessarily a funny topic funny. You know, like there's some real crap going down in in America right now, but she can she finds a way to make it entertaining. Like so you can laugh to keep from crying type thing, and I I appreciate that. That is a podcast that I really need to get into. I believe you have suggested it to me before, and I just never remember to add it to my, um, whatchamacallit, to my podcast. Well, um, Andrew T. and, and Tawny Newsom recently guest host because Nagin's out on uh, maternity leave. She just had a kid. So for, like, the past couple weeks, she's had guest hosts. But, um... Yeah, so like I I highly recommend that, especially if you're like a casual observer of the news. That's a great way to check in and find out what's going on and not feel like you have to be going through the weeds or whatever. Since Danny Fernandez was my best female host, she'd also would technically be my best minority female host. But I'm going to go with someone different. I'm going to go with Tani Newsom. Uh, I first. How does that work? That's like winning best picture and then losing best foreign film. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> talk to the Academy. I first discovered her on... Um, hold up. I got it written down here. Spontaneity Nation? No. What is it? Spontanea Nation. Spontanea. Spontanea Nation. doesn't look like it's spelled that. Why wouldn't you do like T-I-A-N? Me I first bro. discovered Tony Newsom. <laughs> I first discovered Tony Newsom on Spontanea Nation. And... Um, I really enjoyed uh, just her, her interview, her ability to to improvise, and I always thought she was so funny and talented. And then she got added to Yo, Is This Racist? And there were about seven minutes where I'm like, I wonder how this is going to go. And by the end of her first episode, I was like, this, this was a great improvement. 
Yeah, and and we're ta- talking about chemistry. Those two have like some of the best chemistry in podcasting. I also what one of the things I I like most about her addition is I feel like she gives another perspective that Andrew sometimes didn't have or, or for whatever reason because he's just because of the the good guy that he is like he didn't feel like he could speak to like there are things that happen or commentaries on the black community that I know like he was tiptoeing around because he didn't want to you know you don't want to talk about another community's problems if you're not in that community that can be really problematic you know so like even though he may have been right it's still like I, I know at least I got the impression that he felt like he couldn't speak to that and with uh, with Tani there now you have you know not only is she a woman but she's a black a black woman so you have that so there's another new dynamic that is really really good like and that's why you need like good chemistry with your host all right best podcast team or duo even after having said that i'm still gonna go with uh a a different duo miles gray and jack o'brien i think they are just excellent you know i think miles brings a lot of the not they complement each other well like i'm not saying that one is necessarily better than the other but like i think miles can play the the funny guy while jack plays a straight guy and you know they're but they can both flip the script quite easily so like it's not all on one person you know then with their interview styles um i i just like the way that they can they put a, a really good entertaining hour out so like i think they are one of the best duos and you know they support each other and they compliment each other so well yeah, my original pick was Culture Kings, but after actually doing some thinking, I do think that um, I think that uh, the Daily Zeitgeist, like you said, Miles Gray and Jack O'Brien have the best chemistry, and a lot of that is, ex- is experience. They've been doing it for a while, but the way they guide their ship is amazing. Like that's a podcast I would love to watch and to sit in and watch or look through glass and watch just to see how well they do it and just to be in awe of their ability to run a show, get the best and the most out of their guests and how they approach stories. Like there are some episodes I, I listen to, I'm like, damn, that is just flawless. And they do it so often. Yeah. All right. Before we get into our closing question, I do want to switch from podcast host to podcast guest. We're going to go through these real quick. Who's your favorite male guest? Male guest, um, Carl Tart. He is just hilarious in everything he is, and whether it's Spontaneous Nation or or on uh, Culture Kings or Daily Zeitgeist, he, whenever he's on there, I know I'm in for a good time. I like that. Um, I went with Billy Wayne Davis, uh, a Zeitgeist gang favorite. Uh, for me, I like the fact that he is honest authentic and i kind of like i I know something about his voice i just really enjoy there's a lot wrapped up into that guy he is definitely a onion with multiple layers um who's your favorite comedic male guest if yeah billy wing davis is kind of like uh, and i know what i'm about to say is in in a way maybe problematic and and bad analogy but like jeff foxworthy but without all the problematic bullshit (laughs) well he's like jeff foxworthy if jeff foxworthy was like he's like the woke the opposite jeff fox exactly like if jeff fox was woke instead of problematic as fuck and it, actually that's kind of a disservice of billy wayne davis and i apologize for saying that now i think about it well, i mean jeff fox is funny billy wayne davis is funny hmm. 
But who's your favorite comedic male guest? I'm going to just jump ahead in front of you and let you know that mine is Carl Tart. I agree 100% with what you said. When, uh, when No matter what show he's on, whether it's Daily Zeitgeist, whether it's, um, uh, I'm not even going to say, Paul F. Tonkin's show again. I refuse. Or uh, Culture Kings. Whenever he comes in, he's going to hit you with some funny stuff. And he seems so much wiser and older older than what he actually is like i my mind was blown when i found that he was only 30 and i knew all the other guys are young but like he just turned 30 and that guy has so much talent well yeah carl tart i guess is saying same answer <laughs> i don't know if you want to skip that question but yeah carl tart if we're going comedy it's still carl tart um favorite female guest uh jamie loftus she is just hilarious the I, hacker you know the hacker who codes little xan <laughs> <laughs> i love when she's on uh there's a reason she's on mount zeitgeist you know so yeah jamie loftus and like even off you know it like in twitter and social media she is just hilarious and it's a fun adventure to watch i love that selection for me i went with uh, lacy mosley the scam goddess fair that's a fair she is so fucking hilarious and sort of like um edgar and uh jackies this the year and a half, two years that I've been listening to podcasts, and she's been a frequent guest on many podcasts, you can just tell that, like, this person is so intelligent, so strong and independent, and they are going places. Like, it's going to be crazy to think about where she might be five years from now. You know, she might be doing her HBO show, like, Issa Rae. Like, she could easily be in that position. She's super funny, super intelligent, um, and unapologetic unapologetically herself so uh who's your favorite comedic female guest if it's different from jamie loftus um i mean if we're just talking about straight for laughs and all that i i think i would have to go with Lacey mosley on this one not not any slight to jamie or anything because i think she's hilarious too but Lacey mosley is just always coming with the jokes and just is so brilliant like you said and yeah so like she can be you know down to earth but then at the same time like really like gets you thinking and uh, that's something i love i love her humor so i guess uh picking lacy over jamie is my winning the best picture we're losing there you go <laughs> we're both we're, we're both messing up so my original selection for favorite um comedic female guests was jamie loftus but since we've already sung her praise, I want to sing the praises of her runner-up. And that's Rhea Butcher. Um, she is a comedian uh, who is known for her show Take My Wife. Uh, she's married to Carmen Esposito, uh, who is also known for that same show. I love whenever she is on almost anything. Uh, her episodes on the podcast Yo, Is This Racist? Um, those are ones I'll go back and listen to. Just because she is so hilarious. She's so authentic. Plus, being a uh, social justice warrior, she I think she's like the perfect ally. She knows and is very open about being like, it's okay to have an opinion, but sometimes you have to shut up. Uh, and I think she does a good job of like intersexual, uh, intersectionality. What's that, what's that called? Yeah, intersectionality. Um, I think she does a good job of um, weaving that in in such a comedic way that it can sort of disarm um, hot button topic so uh Rhea butcher i just want to give a shout out to her as one of my favorite comedic uh guests and she's funny as shit yeah so um all right Reds, this is the one place you didn't want to do worst podcast host mm -hmm. you don't have to 
Well, no. I mean, I, I know you're going to do it, so I might as well, you know, bite the bullet. And, and I'm going to be fearless. I'm going to stand by what I had to say. Um, and, and this is just just my take. Um, and, and again, it's gonna sound, this is going to be maybe easy to take to make now, but back in November, before this news came out, it wasn't necessarily, but... Oh, I'm not, I know what's coming. I forgot. I'm not a big fan of uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, I think he, I think you want to make science and all that interesting and fun, and you, there's a way to do that. But he just seems to come off as pompous and arrogant and a bit of a jackass. Like I, I try to get. I listen to Star Talk for a while, but then you get to a point where it's just like. You're talking down to your audience as opposed to, like, a great example is you have Ali Ward on one hand who, you know, is willing to be fearless and vulnerable and open up and say, I don't know, and allows people who do know to speak. And then you have somebody like Neil deGrasse Tyson who acts like he knows everything. And like, dude, you're an astrophysicist. You're not a botanist. You're not a, a zoologist, you know. And, and I'm not saying that you don't know have knowledge on that kind of stuff. I'm sure you do because, you know, through osmosis and as a science, you know, speaker and whatnot, you kind of learn a lot of this stuff over the time. But, you know, to, to talk down to people who don't know it, I was like, dude, you just learned five minutes ago, you know? And that's just something that, that has always kind of bugged me about Neil deGrasse Tyson. My worst podcast, as you haven't already guessed, it's the last podcast on the list, on the left. Now, one of the hosts isn't as bad, but, like, you know, when you're all in it together, you just, you know, you get pulled down by the people you um, you keep in your company. And I can't stand this particular podcast just because of the way that they use stereotypical voices, stereotypical examples, the all the hell Satan 666 bullshit. Like, and that's, you know, part of that's just my personal preference. Uh, but in general, I just am not a fan of that podcast and the way that they do it. I think they're very insulting. I think they're very um, demeaning. And they are the definition of punching down. Now, my last question before we get into our closing question, Reg. Who is your favorite guest or who has been the favorite guest on one of your podcasts? Oh, one that I've done? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that, that's not, it is a good one, but I think it's also an obvious one. Riku? He is just a joy to speak, to talk to, and have on your podcast, and whether you're talking about, like, uh, best villains or whatever, or what have you, like, even when, he's not on podcasts often, but, like, he used to send in things to uh, Slash 2 and VidChat all the time, and that is just, he's fun to listen to, so Riku is probably easily, I guess, the guy I would go with. Drift compatible! We call that a callback. <laughs> yeah, Riku is my selection as well. Uh, one, I like that he's always such a willing guest. I like that he's always ready to step out of the box and get a little silly with it. And he always has these anecdotes and stories that always remind me of other things. Especially when we were doing fictional weapons, he would, I would talk about Sword, and he would talk about a show that I hadn't remembered in so long which then would jog me my memory of a whole other area weapons and topics and such uh he really is a blossom style entity on a podcast he'll drop in one little stone in your mental lake and it'll just make all these other ripples and that's what you want in a guess i guess that gets us to our closing question reg 
And I asked you to build your list of your top 10 podcast hosts. Uh, so I would like to know who made your top 10. Now, do you want me to go first or you want to go first? I do you know. want to save the best for last, which would be me? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'll go first. Um, and some of these I put on here that, no, actually, I take it back with the exception of one person. All these people, like, have podcasts, but some of them also have, like, their shows are just podcasts, so, like, whatever. It is what it is. It is actually, now I'm looking at my list, that's just one person. But anyway, just honorable mention, I gotta mention Cecil Baldwin, who does this show. I don't I don't listen to it anymore, just because it's one of those shows where I, I fell behind, and kind of like TV, when you fall behind on a show, it's hard to get caught up, so, like, that's one of the reasons I haven't gotten caught up. But, uh, he did this show uh or does this show i assume he still does it welcome to nightville that i just i loved it and it's such a great show what's it about it's like me asking it's like a hmm, radio drama i mean yeah basically it's a radio drama in this fictional world where like all these really strange things happen like it's just off the rails like crazy like they, they they live in this place called nightville which is it on our earth? Is it not on our earth? You know, and just the the weird goings on, like they have like aliens that come through or weird things that happen. Like the library is considered a, a form of witchcraft, stuff like that. Like it's just, it's just really hilarious. It's hard to describe, but I mean, it is, it's a fun show. And I, now I think about it, I might hop back on it and just jump back in wherever they are. But yeah, it was a fun show and he's a great host. But I put that down as honorable mention. Um, but f- for my top ten, Holly Fry and Tracy V. Wilson, who do the show, Stuff You May Have Missed in History Class. It's a great look in history. And, you know, I love history, so I- I- I'm putting them up there. Number nine, uh, Andrew T. and Tony Newsom from Yo, Is This Racist? Whoa, they're way down the list. Yeah, yeah, well, it's it's a hard list. It's a great list, but it's a hard list to put up there. Ooh, I'm a tell. Um, Paul F. Tompkins uh, at number eight. Way down the list. Like I said, it's a tough list to get on. Uh, number seven, Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds from The Dollar. What? It's not <laughs> even in the top five? My top five is solid. What can I say? Uh, number six, Josh Barrow from Left, Right, and Center. He is like left, right, and center is a show that I wanted, in my humble opinion, to be. And I and like listening to Josh Barrow is like that's what a professional podcaster does. Uh, number five, Ali Ward uh, from uh, All the Cheese. And you know what? I'm gonna switch this around. Ali Ward is not number five. I'm gonna put Fen from Vet Chat at number five. Like I said, he's a talker and he's got a lot. He he's just fun, you know. He he makes a really fun show about nothing and everything all at the same time. So number five is Fen. At number four, I'm gonna put Ira Glass from um, This American Life. Just a great interviewer and just a great host all around. Uh, number three, I'm going to put Dan Carlin, who is tough to put on this list because, like I said, he hasn't put anything out in, like, forever in a day. But what? But he is a great podcaster and one of my favorites. Like, when he puts out a, next, a new Common Sense, if he ever does, I'll be rushing right to listen to it. It'll be the first thing I listen to that day. Uh, number two is where I'll put um, Ali Ward. 
because I think she is just the penultimate. She is one of the best examples of podcasting, like why podcasting was made. You know, to to make entertainment and science and learning and all that fun and to do it in a way that you don't need a giant budget to do. You know, that is what podcasting is really all about. And at number one, it should be no surprise, but my kings, the culture kings, Jacques Neal and Edgar Moplazier, because they are just the pinnacle of podcasting, whether they're giving you a funny show or they're dropping knowledge with like um, black love, things like that. It's just, it's a great show all around. I don't even know what to say to you. I really don't. I love your list. Um, my list is a little bit different. Uh, my honorable mentions, uh, I have the ladies from uh, Ethnically Ambiguous. I have um, Erlon Woods and Nigel Poor from Ear Hustle. Uh, they are the two podcasts that just missed my list. But going with my number 10, my number 10 are the um, ladies from Slaughter. Uh, I really enjoy their stories. I enjoy the way that they weave their personal lives into their episodes without it seeing, without going too long about it. Nine, my favorite. I just want to interrupt real quick. I just want to say I have stopped listening to True Crime with the exception of Slaughter. Like, that's the only true crime show that I still listen to. And it's because they really are phenomenal. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying there. My number nine, uh, my favorite murder uh, ladies, and they fell pretty far down from where I, they were in November to where they are now. And I know they're rolling out their new podcast network, but they just have become real lazy of, as of late, which is like a bunch of I survived episodes and forensic file episodes. That's kind of been disappointing as of late, although the last few episodes that they've released, at least the last ones I listened to, have been pretty good. Uh, and the Minnesotes are always good, too. So that that's one thing that keeps me going. I'm glad we do not have a giant reach because, my God, you would have to, if their fans heard this. <laughs> your mentions! Oh, rest in peace, your mentions. Um, number eight, Allie Ward. Like Red says, she's so great at making um, topics that you just wouldn't care about interesting. Uh, her pilot episode about Vulcany, Vulcan, Vulcanology, there we go. So good. If I had listened to that in high school, I would have majored in something different. Number seven, Reggie and Brent Cinema Chat. Man. Oh, thank you. I yeah I thoroughly enjoy your guys' opinions on on the movies. I think you guys do a good job of analyzing them. Sometimes I think you guys are completely wrong, but those are just my opinions. You guys definitely had to make my list. Uh, number six, Mark Brown and Scott Hemingway, Dark Poutine. I just basically discovered them, and I'm already 35 uh, episodes through their. I see no. 41 episodes through their 45 episodes. Um, it's a really good true crime, and they do such a good job of telling the story, the facts of the story, highlighting the victims, and they're just funny Canadians. It's, it's you know, it makes you wish that Americans could be more like that. They're just really good guys. Yeah, it's kind of amazing that they made your list considering, like, I mean, you literally just started listening to them. They basically started listening to them probably early are mid-December. These guys are just so fucking funny, man. Like, you can just see and feel the camaraderie of the two of them as they're sitting there talking through these... Because they're not all murders. Sometimes, like, there's there's been an episode on three very devastating landslides that have happened in Canadian history. Episodes on disappearances. They do... It's funny. So, so it's not all true crime? 
No, it's not all true crime. Oh well, I might give it a listen then. It's it's really fun. They so there's an episode on the Halifax explosion. Like it's it's they do such a phenomenal job. So it's I think basically, like so is it kind of like the dollop in a way that it's just like stories about history and stuff like that. It is. It's so it's um it's mainly stories about Canadian history, but they have what they call away games. Well, they'll do stories about interesting either disappearances or stories about uh different people from outside of canadian history and they're not canadian citizens uh my number five paul f Tompkins. i mentioned how great he was earlier uh he's one of my favorites interesting to see where he keeps and where he goes from here uh my number four the oasis racist crew andrew t and tony newsom uh again their partnership and their chemistry is amazing number three the dollop Reg, I, I what you had them at seven? Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Hold up, hold up. Dollop. Yeah, seven. Oh my god, Dave Anthony and um. Oh my god, Gareth I can't. Be- yeah, Gary. Ga- Gary. Can't believe you have them at seven. That's crazy. Um, they're one of the podcasts that I I just run to listen to, but they're also one of the podcasts that I have a few episodes of theirs that I just haven't listened to because I'm like, I don't know that I can't. I'll give you that. There are episodes that I, I know that I can't touch with a 10-foot pole, like uh, the John McCain episode I didn't listen to because yep, I, I had- was like, mm, too... I, I can't I can't do this. I started listening to it and I was just like, man, fuck this guy. And I was just like, man, you listen to it and you're like, oh my, oh man, America, there are so many monsters in American history and people just don't fucking know. Yeah, the Donald Trump episode was another one like that. Yeah, I haven't listened to that one yet. I haven't saved on my phone. I just haven't listened to them. One day I'm going to get a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just gonna sit and I'm just gonna fucking listen to like all seven of those episodes in a row. Um, number two, and this was a hard fought between number one and number two, um, but Daily Zeitgeist. guys. Did you even have them on your list? Yes. Where they at? Oh shit. Hold up. Did you have them on I your list? I did not have them on my list. Oh, my <laughs> list is messed up. <laughs> my list needs to go back to the drawing board. Oh my god. I t- I, see, and this is the reason why I'm here. They're number two on my list. Uh, just beat out by Culture King to, you know, Jackie's, Edgar, and don't forget Carl Tart, the original. And even a shout out to Sophie. That's what I love about the Culture Kings. That entire production, you can tell how dedicated they are to cooperating and making it a success. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to do my list over because you're right. That's criminal. Yeah, that's just insane that I, I somehow forgot the Daily Zeitgeist. So I, I'm going to... Just, just run, gonna breathe through my list. Cecil Baldwin at a level with honorable mentions. Cecil Baldwin, and I have, I actually took Ira Glass off and put him in honorable mention. Now I have Holly Fry and at ten, Holly Fry, Tracy V. Wilson at ten, Yo's is racist, a host at nine, Paul F. Tompkins at eight, Dave Anthony Gareth Reynolds from The Dollop at seven, Josh Barrow at six. I'm going to keep Finn at five. Dan Carlin is up now at four. Daily Zeitgeist at three. Allie Ward, then Culture Kings. Allie Ward over Daily Zeitgeist. Yes. Like, if I could only listen to Ologies or the Daily Zeitgeist. Oh, wow. Wow, you're about to say something crazy. No, it's not crazy. You're about to say something crazy. I would choose. You about to say something. I would choose Ologies over Daily Zeitgeist. Oh, you crazy. All day. Crazy. All day. If I only had to listen to one. She gets what one a week? Yes, I know, I know, but quality over quantity. I th- 
I think you get both in, in Daily Zeitgeist. You do, Zeitgeist. you do, but I'm saying... Oh, my God. Mm. I, I would... It, it mm. goes to what, what I'd rather not have in... Not necessarily what I'd rather not have in my life, but what can I not have? You know, if if I can't have one of them, it would have... I would sacrifice Daily Zeitgeist. I need ologies in my life. No. I need culture kings in my life. Well, yeah, that goes without saying, but, like, no. Uh, do you have a better list of top five, top ten podcast hosts? Let us know. Please feel free to share. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And as we always say, whether you're first or whether you're last, at least you're on the list. You've been listening to Getting Ranked, a brother-to-brother podcast production. I am your host, Tempe WMF, or at least I was, as this is the end of the show. You can find me on Twitter at TempeWMF, that's T-E-M-P-I-W-M-F, and on Instagram at the same. Check out the podcast Twitter page at Getting Ranked PC, and check out my other show, Brother to Brother. Also, a shout out to Rujay, who produced the beat for the opening theme, which you're listening to now, and a big thanks to Bucho, aka at Aubrey underscore T22, who spit hot fire on that intro. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review, and until next time, remember... You may not be first, but at least you're on the list.